My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number 55. And today, we stopped for a little bit, took a deep breath, looked at some of the news, some good stories, some sad stories, and we took calls from you. We tried to answer them well. We love it when you call in. And so we'd love it if you take a few seconds, if you have any questions about life, not that we're qualified to answer it, and if you called in too. 940-247-0807. We'd also love it if you take a few seconds to hit subscribe, give us some stars, um, and keep giving us feedback. So let's go. That'd be a long monotone cry, though. Maybe it's somebody just working on their pitch. Open the gates and seize the day. Open the gates and seize the day. <clears throat> hey, man. Hey, President. How you doing? What's up, man? El Presidente. Thank you for calling me by my name. The President. El Presidente. One of the few people certified to run political ads on Facebook. In Texas. In the United States. Maybe the world. Probably, probably the world. Not Russia, though. Yeah. Everybody might be certified there. Maybe. They, they don't have to be certified there. They should get around it. Congratulations on that, though. Thanks. That's a big honor. Yeah. You had to go through some security clearances. I know. But now, you're official. And now Facebook knows our home address. Okay. You're out of your mind if you don't think they already no. knew your home. Yes. That's, that's the reason we moved. Yeah. We moved just because we had like a feeling that our address was out online too much, so we moved houses. Yeah. And Zuck moved with you. <laughs> he knows exactly where you are. Uh, yeah, so you're... But now you're official. I'm official. Now you're officially registered into the system. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's a big deal. Now they can, like, legally use it since I gave it to them. I mean, yeah. I don't think that even mattered to them. I wonder what it means that you're registered. So if something goes wrong, do they come after you? Um, Potentially. Okay. So, yeah, if something, like, went down... Well, the whole reason that they, like, require you to, I guess, get authorized to run political ads now is because of all the stuff that happened, and nobody knew who was, like, paying for the ads or whatever. So now, um, like, the, uh, whole, the, whole, the whole point of this is you have to get authorized, and then on each ad account, you have to, like, put a disclaimer with the ad. Okay. So that whole, basically, I just went through that whole thing in order so that I had the ability to put a disclaimer like okay. A, like a Facebook verified disclaimer because you can put a disclaimer just in the caption of uh, something on like a post on Facebook, but if you aren't authorized, even if you have a like a self written disclaimer that doesn't come from Facebook, Facebook's still not going to run your ad. Okay, that you makes like sense. have to be authorized with the Facebook authorization. So that's what I am now. Congratulations. So now like under our ads and stuff if we have any if we do any more political campaigns it'll be like a little thing that drops down right under the name of the page it says disclaimer this ad or this post or whatever paid for by and then what yeah. we'll say our name no we put, we, we put who it is okay yeah. i mean we can put our name be a real bummer if all of them say jared van <laughs> people just know exactly yeah. what ads you're running yeah that's not ideal yeah i kind of hope that's how it yeah. is though i'm gonna refrain from using my name Oh man! I, yeah. I, hopefully, we get like some crazy campaign that's real controversial, and it's just like paid promotion by Jared Van. Well, I mean, and it's your address and everything. I mean, F Facebook has that that data. I mean, they know that I'm running it, even if the disclaimer says like political ad paid for by a design works group. They still know, yeah, yeah. that it's me because I'm the one who set yeah. that up, and it's like under my personal account and because i'm an admin of those pages i can i can do it mm. um so they, they can still trace it back to me so there is a to answer your question there's a slight potential if something went wayward that people could come after us but not really not us me <clears throat> i guess not really though because of integrity yeah but if you don't have integrity yeah you're going down yeah. quickly so we'll see i'm gonna start calling in complaints just ads you're running. Like, I don't know where he's I, running these, these from. These aren't factual at all. He's, he's making stuff up. Who is this guy? Well, congrats, man. That's a big deal. Cheers yeah. for making me call him the president all day. No. I, I mean, I, I might have mentioned it. 
Like, if hey, if, Six you want, times. if you want to call me this, I won't be opposed. And then I said no, and then you said, you will call me this. And you called me it. Yeah. Out of respect. Yeah. But yeah. I've been getting if, a lot of flack. People say I haven't been uh, nice to you, so I've been trying to be nicer. Hey, I appreciate that. So if you want to be called the president, we'll call you the president. I don't want to be the, called the president. I was joking. Oh, so no more? That isn't That name doesn't fit me. <laughs> so what do you want me to call you? Just Jared. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's good to see you, Jared. Hey, yeah. I'm glad you're uh, on the podcast again. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm here too. So anybody looking to run for office soon, we can run your ads now. And, side note, if you are a potential political candidate and you're running, wanting to run ads, I would get started on going through this process if you aren't going to use somebody to run your ads for you. Yeah. Because it uh, takes some time. Yeah. It took you a while. Yeah. We, we found out about this really in like, what, November of last year? Maybe a little mm-hmm. before? Yeah, it took some time. Just, just a little warning for y'all. I know I know this stuff's not till like next November, but just... No, no, there's there'll be there's stuff that goes on, I think, mid, like what, I don't know, it's not called a midterm, but we've run campaigns in April. Also, in May. also apparently Facebook is... Um, School bonds. They are pretty liberal with what they call political. Like, yeah. you, you could post something about just like, or try to run an ad on, um, like an opinion piece on. I don't. I don't even know. Like, if you were run, to run something on, um, which we never would. But if somebody was to run something on, like abortion stats or something yeah, yeah. like that, or like promising that a drug or a treatment was going to do something for somebody, yeah, Facebook's going to mark that as political, and then you can't do it, and then you can't do it. But if, you can. But I can. And I can. You can't. I can. No. Because I sit next to you, so I just be like, hey, man, could you oh, help yeah, me yeah, with yeah. this? Yeah. And then you'd help me. Yeah. Now I feel like I have to go through the steps so you can't hold it over me, <laughs> even though I'm probably not going to do it. It's, pr- it's pretty simple. It's just, I don't know. It's somewhat time consuming. Then you have to wait like a week for something to actually like come in the physical mail to your actual home address that has a code on it. Yeah. To make sure that you actually live where you say you live. So, yeah, get started on that if you are a political candidate. And you aren't planning on using somebody who is authorized. Like Jared. Like me. <laughs> like the president. Jared. Yeah. <clears throat> we got a lot of news to cover. Mm-hmm. You want to start with uh, really happy or really sad? You you pick. Do you want to start with really happy or really sad? You're the host, man. You, you guide this thing. Would you like to start happy or sad? I don't know. Let's go with... We should, we should probably end on happy, right? Yes, yeah, so let's go sad first. Man, your favorite show. Yep. Your favorite host. Yep. Alex Trebek. Yep. Diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Yep. How are you feeling? Man, that kind of, I got that notification in like, I don't know, we've talked about this before, but it like, of course, came up as breaking news, which is actually kind of is, at least to me. Um, but I just saw breaking news, like another like something that shouldn't be breaking news. That's breaking news. Yep. So that notification popped up and it said breaking news. And then I read, I was like, oh, shoot, Alex Trebek just got diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. So I was kind of shocked because like they, I think they filmed the, the episodes maybe like the day before and then aired them the next day. Yep. Um, and like just watching him, like you could not tell anything was wrong. Like, I don't know. He's just, he's a, I kind of love that dude. And I've like only been watching Jeopardy for six-ish months. Okay. That's unfair though. Cause most people would say that like, Hey, I've only been watching the show for six months means they've seen six months worth of episodes. You've seen the lifetime of the that, show. That is true. Cause I went back and watched them that are on YouTube and stuff. But yeah, I've been like watching, um, recording episodes for like six months. And I kind of love that dude. Yeah. That's he's a bummer. just, he's just. I don't know. He's got some wit. He's humorous. He just seems super down to earth. He kind of roasts some people sometimes. Subtly. Yeah. And he's been doing this for like 30-something years. I thought his response afterward was very impressive. Yeah. Yep. Basically, like, y'all, I'm going to beat this. If y'all are listening and y'all have not seen the the video of Alex Trebek like, addressing <clears throat> his his cancer diagnosis, you need to go look that up and watch it. It's pretty, it's pretty phenomenal. He says he's going to beat it because he's got a contract to yeah. fulfill. 
Dude, I, then I looked up the. I knew. I knew like pancreatic cancer was bad, and especially like stage four was bad. But then I looked up like the prognosis of it, and it said that it was like two to six months. Man, that's a quick. And it's, I think it said like one percent of people live past five years. Man, I think. 50,000 people get diagnosed or like an average of 50,000 people get diagnosed with it every year. So like 1500, not 1500. That'd be fit. No. What'd I say? 1%. It's like 500. Yeah, yeah. I can't do math right yeah, now. I can't I either. Not a great, not a great ratio. Yeah. Only that many people will be alive in five years, man. That's a rough way to say I that. It, I guess it'd be 500. But well, yeah, he's, he's was, hoping to be one of them, man. That was a uh, that was some kind of sad news for me, and for him, and for him. Yeah, yeah, it's really a bummer. But he handled it pretty well. But yeah, he like just watching. How long has he been on the show? Do you know? Like thirty something years. I think he took over in like nineteen eighty four. I've been trying to ask you a question you don't know about him. Does he have kids? Yeah, yeah. I think he has two kids. How old are they? I have no idea. I know there's like a there's like a pretty big age gap between him and his wife because somebody um, he he did like a, an interview like somewhat recently and I just like um, read an article about it um, a few days ago. Actually, I guess it was yesterday after I saw this news. Oh, oh man! I just googled that and that's the first thing that came up. Golly, that's. That's one of the jingles that everybody, even if you don't watch Jeopardy, you know what it goes to. I don't think I've ever really sat down and watched an episode, and I immediately knew what that was when it came up. I didn't know it was about to play. Yeah. How how long has that show been on? Do you know? I might have already asked that. I don't. It's a long time. I I think he was the first. So, I think there was a version of it before he took over. Okay. But I think the the version that it is now, he was the first host of it. It says 50 years. 50? Okay. So, I think... So I guess somebody else was the host for twenty years or so before him, but I, th- I think it was like a like a different version of Jeopardy that uh, evolved into Jeopardy. Okay, so it says like the um, March thirtieth of nineteen sixty four um, was when it was uh, debuted, and the original host was Art Fleming. So, okay. So, but he's been there for a long time. Yeah, I want to say it was 1984 that he took over. So that'd be like it 30, is 1984. Is it? Yeah. So that'd be like 35 years. That's insane. That's so a long, that's, long time. That's man. longer than we've been alive. Wait, how many years? 35. Jeez. Yeah. I guess I just didn't realize it was that old. I thought yeah. it started like in the 90s. Nope. Well, kind of a bummer news. Yeah, it is. Sorry for playing that clip for you too. So yeah. Everybody go watch Jeopardy. Well, it's still good. Dang. Who's the next host? So he, uh, apparently he, uh, so his his contract, I guess, was up in the air the beginning of this year, beginning of last year. And he said he was like leaning, it was like 50-50 whether he was going to like sign on to extend his contract. And while he was like having that talk with his, with the producer or whoever, um, he's like, he said, if I don't sign on to extend my time being the host, then here's two people I think would be great. And one of them was like the, um, LA Kings commentator and I forgot his name, Alex Faust or something like that. Huh. And then the other one was, she's like a legal analyst or something. Okay. I forgot for who, I don't remember her name. But yeah, he he recommended those two people. But I don't know. That would be the absolute hardest job to take on after he's done it. Yeah, he's he's really good at it. Yeah, I'm sure it was a really hard job to take on the role after Bob Barker. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I can't imagine that either. Yeah. And it was Drew Carey, so you know it was like he's got some notoriety, but still, I'm out. It just wasn't Bob Barker. Yeah. When, when somebody's a host of something for that long and all of a sudden it changes, I don't think it really matters who the new host is. Yeah. Like, it's just going to be different. Unless it's controversy. 
Yeah. Like in oh, FaceTime, yeah, yeah. if they, you know, if there was some kind of issue that happened. Yeah. Some kind of R. Kelly thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're gone. Whoever's coming in next is a hero. Yeah. But in these two scenarios, not great. Yeah. Going to be a problem. Well, yeah, that was some pretty sad news. Yeah, that's a bummer. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll beat it, man. Hopefully. Quickly. Yeah. Just three weeks. He's done with it. Because he did sign a new contract, and I think he's got two or three more years on it. Yeah. What if they hold that to his family? <laughs> Afterwards, it's like, well, so thanks for your 30 years of service, but... But you did not... He did not fulfill his yeah, contract, We're going to so... need some money back. Yeah. Yeah. He's the GOAT, man. You know who else is the GOAT? LeBron James. Is he? I don't know. But did you see the stat they put up on ESPN of comparing him and MJ on like all the stats? No. Not great. Not, Not great. great for MJ. Oh. See, so, uh, yeah. Like rebounds, um, field goal percentage, points, I think assists. I can't remember like everything. Well, I think was, he was LeBron. Yeah, I think <clears throat> he, by the end of his career, I think he's, his stats are going to absolutely dominate. MJ's. I think he has, uh, depending on how many years he has left in him, but I think he, how many how many points they score, how many points do you think he scores in a season? LeBron? Yeah. Is there 82 or 84 games? Uh, 82. So if he's scoring 20 a night, to be modest. But he's also probably going to play three more six, years. 64 of those 72 games, or 82 games, not 64. Yeah, but I think, I'm being, like I think I'm being pretty modest with the 20 points a night. Yeah. So let's say he's getting fifteen hundred ish points a year, and th- if he plays two or three more years, then he's the leading scorer of all time, which is crazy. And he, and he has a chance to be top three in assist of all time, which is which is absolutely insane. Yeah. So yeah, he's. I think his. I think his. I don't think anybody. I don't know if we'll ever see anybody compared to his stats. We've already seen that person who join the NBA. Who Luca? Luca. Luke, Luke's got a shot because he came in young too. Luke is going to play till he's 59 <laughs> and he's going to pass all of those. Yeah. Just on sheer volume. Luke is like, I don't know. He's not like as physically as much of a freak <laughs> as LeBron. Like LeBron, well, recent, there's a huge part, difference. Part of the reason that his stats are so good, mostly because he's a dominant basketball player, but it's also because he's been able to yeah. like avoid injury until yeah. this year. Um, Luca just looks like he puts out minimum effort sometimes, so maybe yeah. that's part of the gig. Maybe, maybe he's in the marathon. Maybe, but yeah, he's I mean, yeah. I he's, think he's already been hurt this year though. Has he? I think, maybe uh-huh. not. But yeah, he's a. Uh, I think he's going to be the greatest basketball player that's ever played the game. Luca. Yep. He's he had a he had a good he's had a good rookie year. Yeah, that's a that's a really good that's a really bold move to go ahead and say that I think it's going to be the best ever when he's nineteen. He didn't even complete his season. Yeah. But it looks like he's probably going to get rookie of the year. Oh, he, he should. I was really kind of weirded out last night. I watched uh, – that's the first Lakers game I've watched in a while. Probably a couple months. Maybe Christmas. But, man, one, Lakers look terrible. Yeah. Look like there's zero effort and zero unity. But I was really just surprised. I don't know why I expected there to be a huge deal when he when he passed MJ. Yeah. I expected there to be like a the timeout. Yeah. I expected like confetti for people to come on the court. I mean, Doc uh, Rivers got on the mic the other day and stopped the game for Dirk. Yeah. I was, I was expecting like a timeout or something. It just kind of like, like and then he, he went off the court and he was real emotional as he yeah. should be. But I just wanted them to like shut it down. Yeah. For a little bit. The the next person that he's going to pass, isn't Kobe next? I think so. Which that'll be super interesting if he, do, if he does that in L.A., how the fans react. Yep. Because Kobe is like LA fans hero. Yeah, I saw somebody tweet about that saying that um, we'll see how the, the fans actually react to that. Let me see if I can it's find been, this. It's been kind of hard to... I've, I've, I've watched him play a few times. Yeah, so okay, so he's at 32,311 points. Kobe's next at 33,643 points. So that's probably going to be next year. Yeah. And then, and then there's a huge jump. I was way off of my numbers, by the way. Um, Carl Malone is at thirty six thousand nine hundred twenty eight, and then Kareem is at thirty eight, three eighty seven. Yeah, I think people are saying that if he can like stay healthy and somewhat put up the averages that he has in his career, 
then it should be like four or five years. Mm. Please, number one. Which I don't know. It kind of, it kind of, like I hate saying this, but it kind of seems like he's slowing down a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you got to think he is. He's forty-eight years old. I mean, he's played every year. So he beat MJ in games by. It was like over a hundred. Yeah, a little over it? like a hundred and twenty, a little less than one hundred eighteen. That's pretty good. And then he still has a little less, like 370 games to catch Kareem. So what is that, like four seasons? I mean, five seasons. He's at 38,387. You take away LeBron. So LeBron just needs 6,076 points to pass him, which is a lot of points. So if he's scoring 1,500 a year, that'd be about four years. So if we said, how many games did did I say? 82. No. Uh, games played, so he's got like 470. We'll just say that. He's just got to average over those next 470, 12 points a game. Four, that's like, that's a lot of, that's like, this is way too much math for 470 me. divided by 82. That's like almost six years. Yeah, that's, he'll be 39 then. No, he'll be 40 then. In six years? Yeah. Because he's 34 right now. No, he's 44. That's what it... He looks like it right now. That's what now. it looks like sometimes. So I think I think there's probably a zero... Um, oh, you know what's really funny? Sorry, this is the last thing I'll say about this. And we can move on. So in three-point field goals made, LeBron has 1,714. Okay? Michael only had 581. Kobe... Has eighteen hundred and twenty-seven. Carmelo, eighty-five. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, one. Did he play? Did, I don't think they had that. Did they I don't have think a three-point three line his whole career? He had a one. I guess more so LeBron. He's playing in a in an era where the three points a lot more emphasized. Man, than when MJ was playing. We should also give a shout out to number seven on the list. Who's that? Dirk Nowitzki. Who's he catching? Oh, he's a. There's like a countdown. Who's above him? He's like Will s- Chamberlain. Yeah, he's like I think seventy something points or sixty something points away from catching him. So they're thinking that he has a chance to do it this year. He is. Man, I'm just I'm so bad at math. It's too late in the day. 31. He's got 31,364 points. He's 55 points 55? away. 55? That's going to be close. And they have like 15. Sorry, I'm sniffling, by the way. They have like 15 more games. So he just needs to average like five points a game. Yeah. And he'll pass Wilt. Well, they, if, if they're getting close to this, they needed to start yeah. feeding him. It doesn't matter at this point. He also did play about 500 more games. <laughs> Than Wilt. Good gosh. Yeah, he's got a lot. I mean, he if he played, which he's not going to get it, but if he would have played 50 more games, he'd pass Kareem for the most games on this list. Jeez. Yeah. From 1999 to now. He came in the league at nine, in 99? Yep. Jeez. Yep. Quite impressive. 20 years. Yeah, quite impressive. <laughs> Man. So that's that's a good thing, yeah. So good for uh, Dirk, good for LeBron, and good for Luca. Yeah, mainly Luca. Luca Luca will be working his way up that list in like ten years. I was scrolling down to the bottom of the list to see if Luca's already on it. Number fifty on this list is Tony Parker. Really? Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's any other Mavericks on here. I don't think there is. Jason Terry. Yeah. Michael. Kevin Durant's on this list. Michael Finley. Kevin Durant might have a shot to make a run. <laughs> Vince Carter is on the list. Carmelo Anthony is on the list. Carmelo Anthony's number 19 all time. Jeez. Why is that so surprising? I don't know. Because it feels like he hasn't been in the league for like three years. Man. He just keep, keeps getting picked up and dropped. That's not good. Yeah. 
Some good news, some bad news. It feels like there's a lot going on in the world. Mm-hmm. You got any marketing tips? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was going to toss it on you, didn't you? I was dropping it. Here's what I want to do. This is the main part of the, the the podcast today. We've done a bad job. Let me rephrase that. I've done a bad job of keeping up with these calls. So we're going to go through two calls. I will say something good about the modern madman nation is that I think they have a pretty good sense of humor. Yeah. I would so, say so. So a lot of the calls we get in are pretty funny. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Does that mean that people don't take us serious? Maybe. <laughs> Does that mean I care? No. Just keep the phone calls coming. I think people should keep doing it. Sure. Would I like serious questions? I don't know. Yeah, probably. I guess we'll find that out when we get a serious question. Yeah. Is one of these calls the longest call of all time? Yes. Are we going to listen to the whole thing together? Yeah. Did it go so long that it broke into two different voicemails? Yep. (laughs) Are we going to make everyone listen to both? Yes. Yes, we are. Uh, It's not great. I'm having to filter through other calls, too, like this. I'll turn this on yet. Might have dropped the ball, man. Can you hear anything? I can hear some like background music playing from yeah. the other room. Yeah, that's not us. Speak with a specialist now about your options. Press two to be removed and put on our do not call list. Side note, that doesn't work. The do not call list doesn't? No. I've done that and my calls have multiplied. <laughs> this is also a Google voice number. How do you even have it? No. Ridiculous. Well, right. it probably because they were listening to the podcast. <laughs> Oh, that's a good point. Oh, do you think that's what it is? People are just like, ah, I might as well just call in. Yeah. Maybe sell them some uh, yeah, warranty. Probably. It's a, it's a good call. Maybe we should just play those. I would say I get 50, 50 calls a week that aren't real. On the Google number? No, 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 no. Oh, On my no. number. Yeah. Dude, I got one. I got one yesterday that just said plus one and then one in parentheses was calling. I think that's international. No, it said USA. Yeah, but I don't. don't I I've never seen anything like that. Like there's two. It's just two numbers. And so they were calling. Wasn't there a thing a long time ago that was a scam from like another country where if they kept you on the phone, you got hit with like high charges? Well, I didn't answer it. Look at this. That second one. Oh one. Oh, I thought you meant like plus one than the number, not no, like one no. plus one. And that's the whole number. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Just uh, just two ones. Not great. I didn't answer it. They didn't leave me a voicemail. So if it is one of those things where if you're on the phone for a long time, I was not on the phone at all. So Doesn't mean you're not getting a $400 bill. Maybe not. I'm getting one. Hopefully I'm getting one. You you hope you're getting the bill. I hope I'm getting the, the $400 bill in the mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not the the bill. No, I mean, like, I, I, mean, I mean like AT&T's going to bill you. Oh, um, no. Yeah. They're just going to auto-do it. They're going to send me $400. You should have answered the call. Are you ready for the first call? Yeah. Here it is. Yes, this is Leon Phelps, the ladies' man. I have a question for the modern madman, Logan and Jared. Here is my query. What is love? What is this longing in our hearts? For togetherness? Is it not the sweetest flower? Does not this flower of love have the fragrant aroma of fine, fine diamonds? I will now sip on my glass of Cavassier and await your response. <laughs> have you ever seen that movie? No. The ladies' man? Nope. He sounds, yeah, he sounds just like him. Does he? Yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Also, like um, on the the Google transcript, like the the mistakes. It's like Logan and David. David. How, how do they spell Cavassier? C O U R V O I S I E R. I don't know if that's right or not. Sounds right. I don't know if they just like messed that one up big time. Yeah, this whole transcript's way way wrong. What's funny is this is probably one of the better ones. That was spelled it right. Good for that. But it couldn't get Jared, and it's spelled David. <laughs> David. David. So what? what is love, Jared? 
What is love? What is this longing in our hearts for togetherness? Sounds like it's just like a longing in your in our hearts for togetherness. <laughs> no, you know what I'm talking about? It's got like a like a sweet fragrance of yeah roses. Close, you know, you just want to you just want to be together. Yeah, I feel like this is a question that we should have called in and asked him. Yeah, he he did kind of answer his own question. Is it not? I mean, I've never had Cavassier. Neither have I, but the way he said that and the smoothness in his voice when he said that, I kind of want some right now. Diamonds. I will now sip on my glass of Cavassier and await your response. Maybe, Maybe that's... I mean, that brought some love to my heart. It did. It made me feel warm. Yeah, which I'm sure Cavassier does, too. I bet it does. Yeah. He did kind of answer his own question, but what is love? What is love? Hathaway's been asking that for a while. Is that who made that song? I have no idea. No. You know what song I'm talking about? Nope. What is love? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Do you want to spend what, the rest of the podcast talking about love? What is love to you? I feel like we need to change the lights to the, to the red lights. I think we should just turn them off and then lay on the ground. Maybe. And just talk about love. We should do that. I think it's something that we undervalue, for sure. I think it's something that we don't care that much about. And I think it's something that we treat as conditional. Yep. I don't think it's supposed to be. I would I, agree with that. I think it's like like a sweet aroma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we should have just called him back and asked him what he thought of love. What do you think of love? What I do don't I don't completely know who this is. You don't? I thought you did know who it was. But I'm pretty sure I know who it is. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it's a former guest of the podcast. Oh. I don't want to give away the identity, so I'm not going to ask you. It's Josh Anderjack. Oh. Sorry. Sorry, I had to say it. <laughs> That's a great, he did a great, uh, great acting. Job. That was a phenomenal voice. I could be wrong, but I think I think in, we should get him in here to answer what love is. I think we should too. And he has to answer in that voice. He can. He has to do the whole podcast in that voice. Yeah, that'd probably be our top podcast. It probably would be, and Caitlin would be furious. Even though I know Caitlin's not the top podcast because you're the top podcast, I get it. I'm I was, just saying. I, I pulled him out of your book, and I was setting up a compliment for myself that you had to acknowledge. I always compliment you. No. I called you the president. Yeah. I don't even believe that, but I said after, it. After I like pulled it out of you. Yeah. It's like I threw in my line with my $50 lure. Overpaid just, already. Just real. Did you see the catch I got? Me? Yeah. That so is I'm love. worth it. That's love. No, so I'm worth it. So You're I'm worth, worth it. it. You Thank are you. worth it. So Thank is you. everybody. Everybody's worth it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, you don't take a compliment and spread it out. Yeah. No, you don't do that because that's not a compliment. That's just kind of like a generic well, statement. Well, I wasn't... I wasn't you just say you're worth it. I wasn't trying to give you a compliment with how I started that. And then you somehow got your $60 lure out and went fishing for me and pulled a compliment out of me. Now, first off, I would never spend 60 bucks on a lure. Oh, golly. I would get you like a Crunchwrap Supreme or yeah. like a Steakhouse Burger from Burger King. That, out there. Yeah, that's all it takes. That's all you would need. You could probably just take like the, the fried onion strips off the steakhouse burger and that's probably all i would need i would save that extra 45 dollars, and i would take you on a nice meal yeah yeah and then i would tell you the things that i love about you what do you love about me Uh, first off i love your outfit today you look like one of the nicest and best math teachers i've ever seen i was waiting for it you do and that's a compliment no i hated math not not when you've been referencing a certain math teacher to me the whole time so i know exactly you're talking no 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 you don't look completely like him just from the neck down so, you know what I'm so your face doesn't look anything like so, him. So like 90% of me looks like? Just, I think it's just the jacket. Okay. You know? You look like if I if I needed to trade Pokemon cards, I would I would ask you. Okay. That's what you look like. And I think that's a good look for you. Okay. So I love that about you. I love your hair. I think your glasses match your hair very well. So I think that is excellent. Um, I love that you're certified to do certain ads on Facebook that nobody else is. Mm-hmm. In the I th- world. I, th- I love how humble you are. <laughs> do I believe that I've humbled you to that point? Yes. No, but not I, a chance. I do love your humility. Um, I love how good you are at baseball. 
Used to be. I bet you still are. Hmm. Yeah. We'll see. And I basically love everything about you. Well, good. Yeah. This might be getting weird, but see, I would say that forty-five dollars. We could go to. We could have gone to a nice meal. Could have had you know some cavassier. We could have sat down and shared a couple steakhouse. Talked about love. Talked about what is love. Yeah. I think that's what people don't do is they don't tell people what they love about each other. Mm -hmm. And I think also people use the word love too much. And too soon. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes. AKA The Bachelor. That's that's mainly what I was talking about. But I think people say, like, I love you to their kids and their spouse, but they also say that they love Taco Bell. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying... Maybe we use that word too much. Maybe it should Probably. be used a little bit more um, correctly. Yeah. That's what I think. I bet there are some people who actually love Taco Bell, though. Yeah, probably. I There's got to be a deeper love, right? Yeah. But maybe they are that like deep level of love with Taco Bell. Yeah, that's true. Like They just picture that, that quesadilla sauce. I don't a, think it's a good a, thing. A super gordita crunch. Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Man, I haven't been to Taco Bell in forever, and I forgot the name of my favorite thing. A Cheesy Gordita Crunch. I might have used to have been in love with those. Yeah. No, I don't think you loved them. I think you liked them a lot. I don't know. Would you put that on the same... <laughs> would you put that on the same level as Emily? No. So it's different. But back then, I didn't know Emily. So hold on. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe you did love that, but maybe there's a better word. And then... To Emily, describe how you feel about Emily. Emily just opened up my eyes to what love actually was. Okay. Before then, I didn't know because I saw this cheesy gordita crunch. I was like, oh, this has to be the pinnacle of love. Okay. And then this beautiful woman entered my life. I was yep. like, oh, I haven't known what love is my whole life. That makes that the, makes it sound like my parents didn't love me. No, no, no. My parents love me outstandingly. No, no, but I think what if you're right? What if it is a journey? Like, what if as a kid you really do love that TV show? Mm-hmm. And you love your parents. And then you, it keeps going, and then, like, all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I do love the Rangers. And then you keep stepping up, and then it teaches you to love those other things even more. You know? Yeah. I had a kid. I never experienced love like that till six months ago yesterday. But it just made me love my wife more. And maybe I like a cheesy gordita crunch more because of all that, you know? Yep. Maybe you're right, man. I don't know. Maybe it's just step-ups. I don't know. But I, I think if I've taken anything away from this amazing voicemail, it's that I'm going to go check out some Cavassier. Yeah. I don't even know. What is that? Did you look it up? It's a cognac. So is that we're going to have next podcast? If it's under $20 a bottle, then yeah. It doesn't sound like it's going to be under 20 Like, Kentucky Deluxe sounds like it's going to be under 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Cavassier does not sound like it's going to be under $100. If I took you out to a meal, we could both order it. And, like, and we, I'd pay for it. We could each drink, like, half an ounce. No, 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 I'd pay for it. With your with your $45 you're saving from your lure? Surely we could both get, a, like, a shot of that. I don't know. For well, 45 eh, Maybe. I don't know. You want to move on to the next one? Or do you keep talking about love? You're the host, man. You drive it. Yeah, you're real helpful today. Hey, this is Aaron Rask, longtime listener, multiple-time caller. Um, I'm calling in. Y'all were talking about Lowen going away on his super fancy vacation and Jared having to stay home uh, and essentially light a fire to stay warm and turn on lights down on dim. That way he can afford the electricity. Do you remember that? Something about that? Yeah. You just talking about chilling out? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Might want to look into paychecks there. I think someone's a little getting cheated here. Mm -hmm. um, but y'all touch on something I'm like pretty passionate about, which is uh, work-life balance. Um, I can get pretty into my work and all that other stuff, uh, but there is something to like stepping away and disconnecting and all that other stuff. Um, I think it was a little while ago, just to send people to another podcast on Carrie Newhoff's podcast. I think they had uh, Daniel Pink. Uh, Good gosh. What? He's going to come on our podcast, call in and I send know. him to another podcast? <sighs> okay, whatever. Um, that was on there the other day, talking about work-life balances and breaks and nappuccinos and all that other stuff. And, man, it's just one of those things where it's like, I think we get caught up in so much today whenever it comes to 
um, one, social media and the constant looking at what everyone else is doing, which I think is not exactly healthy because now it takes the focus on a break that's meant to, to rest your conscious, rest your mind, rest your heart. And now it's taking that focus and actually pushing it outwards again as opposed to turning inwards. Um, so I think that's not the best thing. And I also think that we get stuck inside so much. And I did this when I worked at DesignWorks at United Way. I do it now at One Life. Uh, breaks are important, but instead of just kicking back in a chair and sitting down and, like, getting on Facebook and seeing what everyone else is up to, I throw on some music. I throw on my walking shoes, which means I look real cool with, like, work clothes and tennis shoes on, and I walk around. Uh, Do you own a pair of walking shoes? I own a pair of tennis shoes, which I guess you could call walking shoes because I walk in them. I picture that Aaron has a specific pair of walking shoes. Like some New Balance? Yeah, for sure. Some white New Balance? Yeah, for sure. Sorry, continue. Outside, uh, now in downtown Wichita Falls, hashtag downtown proud, um, and, and actually just self-reflect. Think about myself. I get fresh air. I walk around and I see what other businesses are going in. I uh, think about what else has kind of gone on through the day. I think about what I want to do the rest of the day. I take a minute, and sometimes that's not related to work, but I take a minute and I just like treat, my, treat myself. Um, and just completely think um, my own selfish thoughts uh, about me whenever I'm outside. And what's cool about that is that by the time I get back to the office, by the time I'm done breathing in some good fresh air and uh, I- I'm come back to work and I'm ready to pour back out. Um, I think when you're constantly looking at others on social media, when you're constantly uh, just pressing real hard and not taking a chance to actually... Uh, take a break for yourself. I think that's part of a, an American work culture that's uh, unfortunate because I think it actually, while while it pads um, what what the big. And that's when Aaron sent us a text that our voicemail cut him off because it's three minutes in. Oh, he got cut off again on this. I, tar- <coughs> I, th- I thought you were talking about the when he called in last episode. No, he got cut off. So he still got more to the voicemail. Okay, this is oh, the second so call. This in. is part two. Okay. Yeah, he called back in. This is Aaron again. You 100% cut me off. That's totally rude. Anyways, all I'm saying is it takes a lot of time. Uh, I think you're constantly, when you're working nine hours a day, you're, or ten, nine, eight, nine, ten hours a day, you're constantly pouring out. You think you're taking a break, and what you're doing, you're actually investing more in others again. Um, I think the ticket is to step aside have a non-work conversation with yourself, get some fresh air, and chill. Um, I guess that's all I got to say. Uh, I'm just thrown off, just like Jared getting interrupted at the beginning of another podcast. I'm, I'm thrown off because now I've been interrupted. I don't know what to say anymore. So good luck. Goodbye. Kudos, kudos to Aaron for referencing two podcasts in, yeah. that, in that voicemail. Yeah, so he's, he's come back to listen. Yeah. We appreciate that. Yeah, I agree 100% with like everything you said in that. Yeah, I do too. I think, uh, it's, I think it's a legitimate problem. Yeah, so do I. And yeah, I, I I feel like I have a decent work life balance, and I think um, if I didn't, so I, I'm I'm gonna uh, I might be wrong with it uh, about this, but I'm gonna Sorry. I'm gonna speak on the behalf of people, and I could be wrong. People could operate differently from me, and I'm sure they do. Um, but I think if there's like no work life balance. One of two things are going to happen, possibly both. One, you are going to become distant from your family, mm-hmm. and you might not realize it, mm-hmm. but I'm sure when you're coming home and talking about work, like at the dinner table and at night, yep, that's probably, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they value like that you're passionate about it and stuff like that. Yep, to some they, degree. They pr- yeah, they, they probably like... Want to have a different conversation? Um, so I think, I think one, it could like cause some distance in relationships at home, and two, I think it could make you end up hating your job. Yep. If 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 you have a job you enjoy and you're just overworking yourself and you don't have a life outside of work, I think eventually that's going to catch up to you and wear you down, exhaust you, and you're going to end up hating your job. Yep. Um, and then what else do you talk about? Oh, um, 
posting on social media. Yep. And not taking Yeah. I see so I think like I'm I'm kinda terrible at posting on social media already. But yeah, I I like for sure there's like the whole like being in the moment instead of like having to capture it type thing. Yep. Um but yeah, I think people like go out of their ways instead of like enjoying whatever they're doing to like set up a cool looking shot to show off um to their followers or fans like yep. and i feel like i don't know i don't know like i just don't know but then he, you just said a lot of great stuff and then yeah. you just i don't know you I just nailed it all. um but then he talked about getting outside and I'll, i will say um i haven't done this in a while but I used to, when I didn't work at Design Works, I used to ride my bike to work every day, which is not, um, probably not the safest thing to do in Wichita Falls. Was that just shade at Design Works? No. This was just, no, it wasn't any shade. It was just literally before I worked at Design Works. Um, I've, I've rode my bike to Design Works a couple times. Yeah. It's hard, um, in, it's hard in work clothes. It is. To show up sweaty. It this is. This is not as great. But the, those are, and still to this day... Um, even though I don't do it as often, Emily and I did like a, like a bike bicycling tour in Tennessee on our vacation. And it was, it's like one of the most peaceful things. Yeah. It's just sometimes I'll throw in some headphones and listen to music while I'm, while I'm biking down the road. Sometimes I will just listen to cars going by and stuff like that. But yeah, it's super peaceful. And like my, he talked about taking break, like actually taking breaks, um, which I'm terrible at because I'm the person who does exactly what he said. I'll go home, let the dogs out, eat, and then sit on the couch and watch Jeopardy. Sometimes I will fall asleep while I'm watching Jeopardy yep. and come back up here. Today, I didn't necessarily like get outside and do anything, but today <clears throat> I went by Target and bought some peanut butter and some honey okay, and some tortilla chips, ran home. Let the dogs out, made a quick sandwich, ran to Whataburger to get some fries and a Dr. Pepper, and took it up to Emily up at Fane. Good man. Um, and then came back to work. And that, just even doing that, like, just not sitting, but actually, like, I don't know, being somewhat active. Um, yeah. I kind of feel better today because of it. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to get into the rhythm of, like, hustle, grind all day, get home, and you're just exhausted. It's hard for me in the season too because now we have a little kid. So I want to spend time with her, but that's tiring. So by the time we put her to sleep, it's like I'm just done. So I'd rather just I literally just sat on the couch last night after putting her down and played Yahtzee on my phone. Dominated me. I did. For sure. For like an hour and a half or two hours and watched the Lakers game and then just went to sleep. And I feel like when I do that, I in the morning I don't feel like I ever reset. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I carry a lot of stuff. I used to, I think it was like last January, February, March, I was really good about it. I was waking up every morning and probably two to three days a week I would walk in the morning. And I hate walking because it feels like an unathletic running. When you just go for a walk, you know, it takes way longer to get the distance you need. And you don't get your heart rate up. So it was felt like a waste of time. But... For once, it didn't feel like an activity. It was just like I was alone. Mm-hmm. And so it's still dark outside, listen to a podcast, or sometimes I'd just be in silence or listen to music. And it was like the most, I would come to work so much happier. Yeah. And because I was doing that, I was going to bed earlier, which meant when I got home, I was more productive with my time. I like wanted to go out and do things versus now it's like, like heading home. I'm just texting Katie. I'm like, you want water burger? Eat water burger. Rotate. But yeah. I think especially with us being on devices all day, I think the more I can check out, the better. Yeah. I don't know if I'm, like, tired when I get home. If I'm, like, actually tired, if it's just, like, my – well, I say that, but I, I stay up to, like, 2 in the morning. Um, but I, like, feel tired. I just can't sleep. I don't know, like, if I'm actually tired or if my, like, habits have made me tired. Yeah. Like – Rhythm. Like, I know I'm going to go home and probably sit on the couch and watch Jeopardy. And it's just – I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like – I don't know. The, yeah, the repetition, and I feel like my my habits have made me think that I'm tired. Yeah, but I think there's a difference between being mentally and physically tired. Yeah. So you might be mentally exhausted, because with you being somewhat of an introvert, 
I think it's probably nice for you to be able to just get away for a little bit after having to deal with me all day. Mm, for sure. So they're just like, oh, I'm going to check out. I'm going to watch this do my own thing. It was somebody, one smart man once told me, I think it was Chase Roberts actually, but he probably stole it from someone else, so I bet it wasn't him. But if you work with your hands, then you rest with your mind. And if you work with your mind, you rest with your hands. And I actually think that was the dumbest thing ever. And then the more I've gotten into this rhythm of like the working all week, like I like enjoy mowing the yard Mm -hmm. because I'm just disconnected and I'm moving, but I don't really have to think about anything. I'm just trying to make sure I don't hit a dog. Yeah. That's all I got to think about. Other than that. So I think that's something I got to do a better job of because I think Aaron's dead on of just that. And that's what, um, that really, that, that tough trip I had to take, man. That's what that was like completely for me. I like physically is the weirdest thing. Like I always, I'm always trying to think I need to do a better job sometimes of like posting content on Instagram and getting stuff out there and growing the platform. And, but man, I'm in a place finally, that's the nicest place I've ever been. I'm on a beautiful beach, amazing food, like amazing sunrises. I went back through my phone to like look at stuff and have like no pictures. I like physically felt like I couldn't do it. Like, I don't, I just want to be here. Mm-hmm. I don't really care to document this moment. I just kind of want to be in the moment. So I think that's what I'm trying. And that's what I'm really struggling with with this baby is like the balance of like documenting moments for the future. Cause everyone's like, don't, you're just going to go fast, keep it. But also like being in it. Mm-hmm. Cause he starts doing something funny and I like start reaching for my phone. That's where you just have a camera rolling at all times. I know. But then, then you'd see me yelling at her and <laughs> I don't want those things documented. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I got to do a better job of just like setting. I'm really bad about it. Work-life balance is I, I, really important. I probably need to do a better job of not sitting. And actually, because like even Saturdays, and like Emily and I enjoy our lazy Saturdays. Yeah. But at a certain point, like it feel like at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, we're like, man. You've been like laying on the couch all day. You get that cabin fever start like feeling. Yeah, yeah. And then some Saturdays, we'll, like wake up and be like, "All right, we're gonna be productive and we're productive." And I feel like those Saturdays feel better. Yeah, they just feel better. Yeah, like you, gotta, you gotta have time to rest though. As easy as it is to just like lay on the couch and rest, which we're super good at. Yeah, we're not. Like it's, I, th- I think it's just as rewarding to get outside and do something productive. Yeah, it's been it's been a um, a beautiful challenge. I'll say that working with Katie, like up here at work, incredibly easy. She's amazing in her job, but it's been better than I thought. Because now, like you're talking about, like going home, sitting at the table, talking about work. I think it's been better for us now that she sees how I operate and how things work up here and the pace. Because now she kind of knows. Before she wanted to know about like all the details of my day, and I think now, now that she kind of sees them throughout the day, it frees us up to kind of. We go home not. Yeah. We usually don't want to talk about work because we just spent, you know, 40 or 50 hours that week on it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice. But also having a little kid's different too. Yeah. So it's hard to really judge the rhythms because we'll go on a date night and we'll like, we like play like a would you rather game or just stuff to have fun. And But it always comes back to being like, man, that little girl, she's so cute. What do you think she's doing? And Katie's like getting on her phone. I'm like, ah. I, I just imagined you like, Waking up and like Ellie was crying or something. You waking up and like rocking her or whatever, and that's when you get your like work talk out. So you're talking about work with her. It just so I was so I was picturing for a second. Ellie, you'll never guess what today was like. <laughs> it's funny though because it's in a weird way. It's like therapy because I always talk to her like a little baby, but every once in a while I just like talk to her. I just tell her stuff. It's weird, <laughs> but I'm hoping that she's like it's like registering. I was like just tell her things. Because somebody told me one time, and it messed me up, about how you shouldn't always, you shouldn't, the only thing you shouldn't tell your daughter is that she's beautiful. Hmm. Like, you should also solidify other things in her. Oh, yeah. Like, she's a good leader, or she's smart, you know, she's capable. She's not just, because all you're doing is solidifying, like, an identity of looks. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, like, I've taken that to heart way too early. It's six months, probably too early. But Katie always laughs because she'll come in there and I'm just like rattling stuff off. I'm like, you're beautiful and you're smart and you're a good leader and you're funny and you have great hair and you're a good singer. I don't even know if she's a good singer, but I want her to think she is, you know? 
You're going to be the CEO of a company. Maybe. You might not be. You might do something else. You might be a model. No, you probably won't be a model. You might play pro sports. Probably not, but maybe. You know? She's got to leave the options open for her. Yeah. Who cares what she does? As long as, full circle, she's loved. And Mm. she knows she can love people. And she knows what love is. Yeah, that's it. If she knows those things, that's all I can do. I don't know how we got there. You probably want to keep the Cavassier away from her at this point, though. Yeah, for a little while. But the older she gets and the more we're having these business meetings at night, the more she's probably going to have a couple sips, you know. A little Cavassier, you know. A little sip of that cognac, you know. Maybe get a little Henny, you know. A little bit of that drank, drank. A little purple drank, you know. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen, but... We'll work through it. You're going to have CPS knocking on your door. For sure. For sure. Just for the record, as a disclaimer, my daughter only drinks bottles of milk. And she does have some adult food. Katie was saying that over the next few months, we can start giving her like adult food and stuff. And Katie was like, listen off stuff we can give her. And I was like, no. If the, the first like hard food she has isn't like a nugget... Or a burger, I'm out. Yeah. Then is she even American? Yeah. That's not her no. first food? He was like, we can give her some, you know, green beans, or I can't remember what she was listening off, carrots. I was like, nah. They make that in baby food. You can't go get chicken nugget baby food. What do you, what do you think she would brought? want? She's not going to want more green beans. No. She's going she's gonna to want... A piece of pizza. She's probably going to want a, a uh, patty melt, like a bite of patty melt. Oh, for, from Whataburger? Yeah. For sure. Or maybe... Some biscuits and gravy. Some ba- Oh, bacon should just be the first oh, yeah. thing. For sure. Apparently when I was a kid, I don't, I don't remember doing this, but um, my mom told me that I, I used to do this. I used to like, we, we would have bacon for breakfast and I would chew it up <laughs> and then just keep it in my lip all day. <laughs> and then she would come back like around lunchtime or like after lunchtime and she would like find it in my lip and pull it out. And I just had chewed up bacon in my lip all day. <laughs> You were just dipping. Yeah. With bacon. I would. I, th- I think I would like eat a, a a piece like regularly, and then I would get another piece and chew it up and just tuck it in my lip and just be tasting it all day. Were you spitting? I don't think so. Just spitting on the carpet? <laughs> uh, I was a genius. I was a little baby genius. Question, do you still do that? I'm about to start again. <laughs> so it kind of sounds like a good idea. Can you imagine if you fall asleep on the couch? And it's like one, two in the afternoon. Emily wakes you up and she's like, hey, what's in your lip? You're like, nothing. She's like, come here. She pulls out just <laughs> chewed up bacon. That'd be amazing. Oh, man. Also, or if you go have lunch and you spit it out on your plate, eat your lunch, <laughs> and then put it back in. Uh, I, was a, I was a smart kid. You were a very smart kid, apparently. That's why the dogs love me so much, too. They were just constantly chasing me around. You were meant to be a baseball player. I, sh- I just had the scent of bacon on me, apparently, like all day on Saturdays. Did your mom stop making bacon? She's like, hey, no. if you're going to keep doing this, because I'm finding bacon everywhere. <laughs> you got to at least stop spitting on the carpet. Yeah. Just quit doing that. You're in there at four years old making bacon middle of the <laughs> night just so you can keep your habit. So I can put one in and go back to bed and sleep with it in. Man, if, you, if they made dip that tasted like bacon, you'd ruin a lot of the United States population. Yeah. They have that like jerky stuff. They like dip jerky stuff. But you know what that's not? It's not bacon. Yeah. So that's a problem. Yeah. I think this is probably our most productive podcast. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, if you're still listening to this, we love you. We love you. We love you. And if you don't know what that is, you can call Josh Anderjack. Just rewind about 20 minutes. Yes. And you'll hear what it is. If you don't know, or if you have any other questions, you can call into the podcast at... 940-247-0807. The love line. The love line. That sounds weird. Yeah, call call in, um, ask some questions, and uh, and we'll answer them. Yep. Anything else for the people? I don't think so. I think this has been an episode just full of advice. Mm-hmm. Good or bad? I don't know, but if you, if you take anything away from this podcast, I mean, we talked about Jared having... Like one of the few certifications for political stuff. We talked about love. We talked about rest and work and life balance. Great advice from Aaron. If you take anything away, the next time 
you're having a good breakfast with your family, you save a piece of bacon. <laughs> Tucked in your lip. You save a piece of bacon. And you just, throughout the day, you just, you just taste it. I just keep going. <laughs> We're having bacon for breakfast tonight. That's a guarantee. Save one piece. Wait, bacon for, for dinner lunch. tonight. Brenner. Dinner. Brenner. 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 There it is. All right. We love you guys. We're out.